All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a camera to the light of the universe. Because we see to get the stars, or to be chosen them because we are human, this pointless reading. Do the stars were right, they could plunge from worlds, worlds, stars. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome, listeners, to episode 14 of our campaign based on the setting book Berlin the Wicked City, written by David Larkins with Mike Mason and Lynn Hardy and published by Chaosium. We're currently playing The Devil Eats Flies. Who are you playing and how are you today? How? Oh, you don't normally start with me at the moment? That threw me. I wonder why. Is someone dead? Um, no! <laughs> well, 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 if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I'm playing Moritz Baum, and we've been told we have to include Grossman's fetish, and I don't want to do this ritual anymore. <laughs> Lydia. Hi, I'm playing Andreas Vogel, and this really is a terrible idea, isn't it? <laughs> Jilly. Hi, I'm playing Max Oswald, and um, I think I'm suffering from clinical depression after the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sacred Brayden! Shh! He's not here. <laughs> Don't look at him. <laughs> Don't say his name, especially not in front of a mirror. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I can't wait to rid you all of your lives. <laughs> <laughs> nice! <laughs> Jilly, tell us what happened last time. In a delusional state and clutching a knife, Moritz approaches Sedina, thinking to save her from whatever transformation is taking hold by cutting off the newly formed claws. He slashes towards her, but the swing is wild, stabbing her in the ribs, and she falls lifeless to the ground. Andreas tries desperately to save her with CPR, but it's useless. Moritz tries to help and to rationalise what he's just done, as Max is overwhelmed with grief. Max carries Sadina's body back to the apartment where Anna is treated by a doctor and arrangements are made for Sadie to be taken to the morgue. They quiz Killinger on what he knows and he shares that he doesn't know enough about the demon, but he knows that you can shoot it, while Max responds angrily, asking how they stop it before the bullets are turned on his friends. As Moritz reminds them, they haven't read the journal yet. Killinger's interest is piqued at the mention of the journal and he calls the prince over, but at that moment, the courtiers start to laugh, a sound that morphs into shrieks as they transform and attack the other guests. The monsters are brought down by the Nazis' guns, but not before the prince sprains his ankle and Max is shot. Killinger tells the group that as the sun rises on the solstice, his operatives will sacrifice a man of light and goodness for the future fortune of the fatherland, and will use the power of the same sacrifice to rid the city of the spirit. 
Moritz and Andreas are disbelieving of the proposed solution and that they could ally themselves with these fascists. But Max feels like Sadie would have believed it and so they should go along with it. Killinger calls the Prince Piotr and says he had to change his name to evade authorities. The ritual will align with their goals of protecting the fatherland but will also help rid the world of this spirit. Andreas and Moritz recall the shared dream of a car being attacked with a grenade and realise the victim has to be the foreign minister and Moritz sarcastically asks if this is how they are covering up a military coup. Chabolskoborg spends some time recalling a ritual then teaches it to the investigators and they agree to do it for the sake of ridding Germany of the Grossman demon. To complete it, an item of Grossman's must be used as a fetish in an open space that had meaning to him. The journal and the allotment. Gathering their strength and these items, the investigators set off to make their way there. So you have made the choice to go enact the ritual that has been written and passed on to you by a mysterious non-Russian prince and you're exiting the baron's living quarters onto the street thinking about all the choices you made and why they might be bad but also you know knowing you don't really have a choice and as you walk down the stairs and you open the front door of the building you notice a dark silhouette of someone next to your car stepping forward (laughs) (laughs) you did not keep the mystery going for very long (laughs) (laughs) whose car is it oh yeah whose car is it i don't know which car did you come here with um we did decide at one point we did is it max's no i don't think so was it i think it's Andreas's car, but I don't yeah. think he was driving because he's just missed his bedtime opium. <laughs> and yeah, in, that rings a bell. Yeah. Andreas was driving. Was he got the car, but someone else was driving? Morris yeah. has been drinking for a while at this point. I think schnapps plus extra <laughs> um, post-tragedy drinks. So oh. who was was Sadie driving? Sadie was dead. <laughs> No, on a... Oh, yes. Wait. Oh, no, no. She wasn't on her way here. Oh, yeah. She wasn't. There's a chance... Yeah, I think Sadie was driving. Oh, my God. So, approaching the car... It's like, Excuse us a moment, Dark Silhouette. We need to mourn our driver one more time. Did anybody get the keys? <laughs> We're probably oh, no. back in the Gusworry house. Oh, oh in the morgue. God. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible. What a terrible, terrible start. And you have picked a location that's like a 40 minute, five minute drive away to do the ritual. Uh, Herr Dark Silhouette, I don't suppose you know how to uh, hotwire a car. Uh, the Dark Silhouette steps under a street lamp and gasp. Brayden, tell us what they see. You see a tall and very attractive young woman who bears a striking resemblance to Sedina. Uh, much like her mother, she proudly displays her heritage through her traditional Yakishian clothing. Uh, she has a little bit of a stern face on, I suppose, as she looks over you all. 
but she will step forward and say, um, Max said, darling, I've been looking everywhere for you. Where? What are you doing here? It's, uh, by the way, what is it? Is it like 3, 3.15 a.m., 3.30 a.m.? Yeah. Something like that. That's when we left the building, yeah. Oh, there it is, 3.15. God, that is... Ah, I think I've been drinking too much tonight. I... Is that Gerda? Yeah, that's Gerda. Oh, scheiße. <laughs> Moritz is going to actually, like, stumble back and sort of turn his face away. He's probably left with a bottle, I think, from the Baron's place. So he's gonna take a fortifying swig while, while this is going on and try and compose himself. Gada, what are you doing here? I, uh, I came home today and no one was there. I went searching for you all. Where is mother not with you? Where? She's. Gerda. We need to go and sit down somewhere. Uh, we need to go inside. You recall that, of course, you have been told that you're swiftly running out of time to perform this very urgent ritual. <laughs> Gerda. Gerda, we, we lost her. Gerda, your, your mother, we, she's gone. There was a, a fight, a, a young girl, she was in trouble and your mother, I'm, I'm going to cast a look over my shoulder because I've walked towards Gerda, I think, and I'm going to, glare at Moritz Andreas like I'm I'm trying to tell them like don't contradict me and I'll turn back to Gerda and say there was a a girl she she was in trouble there was a a mob of thugs they were they were trying to hurt her and your mother had her bow and she she stepped between them and it, it, it all happened so quickly she was stabbed and we we tried to save her I promise we tried to save her but she she's gone we tried god you have to it was a a terrible a terrible accident she she died a hero god that's the thing we have to remember about her a hero she saved this she it shouldn't it shouldn't have happened when and he's just gonna kind of collapse sideways into andreas and and sob into your jacket and andreas is kind of rigid for a moment but then he takes the schnapps bottle out of moritz's hand takes a massive massive swig of it and then folds him into a hug and starts stroking his hair I think um, Gerda halfway during this delivery would have turned around to obscure her face and she turns back around and will pace quite quickly towards you 
and her teeth are clenched together and she'll get much, much closer to the three of you now and she'll just say, Where is my mother? Her eyes are looking wild and she's gritting her teeth. We'll make sure she's buried according to whatever tradition she had promise flowers every day the finest the finest grapes i'll pay for it we'll <laughs> god we're going to do it properly she doesn't need flowers uh, a horse she told me we we sacrifice a horse to help her travel skyward that that's that's right gerda i think she just stares daggers at you gerda the f- the finest horse. We will find the the, the purest bread. A, a race, a winner, a champion. We'll tomorrow, tomorrow morning. We will find. Gotta please say something. Take me to my mother now. Gotta. We don't have time. I'm sorry, but we don't. This is bigger than your mother, and it it hurts to say that. There's something we have to do. Max, what, what the fuck are they talking about? Make this make sense. I, I don't even know how to explain it. There's... Uh, you remember Grossman, your mother, she escaped and uh, he's, he's come back or his spirit. We've been investigating and there was this girl and he seemed to want her too and we we found his shed and an allotment and his his journal we have to do a ritual to to expel the demon whatever it is that that has been controlling people but we don't have time Gerda we have to do it now Sadie wanted us to do it now You're all fucking high, aren't you? Sadly not. It's his... it's his fault, Gerda. Moritz is going to kind of stumble over and grab her by the shoulders. He came back for her. The gross man. Don't fucking touch me, Moritz. I'm I'm sorry, but it's... you have to believe us. It's... he's back. He's been infecting people all over the town. There have been so many dead. So many, Gerda. We have to stop it. It has to stop tonight. She'll just cast a gaze at Max. Max can't really look at her. Great. Where is my mum's body? We'll take you there afterwards. Did we take her to the morgue? Yeah, did we? Did we take it? We must have done, right? Uh, it's the doctor took it. Okay. You gave it to a random doctor. Well, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Good question. What do you do? <laughs> Funeral home, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll get you in there to see. I'll, I'll pull some strings. I'll make some calls. You know, spread a bit of uh, product around. But right now, we've got to do something else. Come with us. There's something we have to do. 
Please, gotta see sense. It's it's the middle of the night. We have to drive out of town. Before dawn, we have we've been given instru- Somebody, I can't I can't remember what I tell somebody tell her how it's supposed to go. We only have hours. I will be with you through this. Whatever this is, I can't look at any of your fucking faces right now. And I don't blame you. At least you didn't leave my mother to the dogs. We, we wouldn't. We should all be ashamed. We would never. I've only been away for a few days, and this. Gerda, before we go, I, I, I need to talk to you. Just you. Um, try and pull you away from everybody else a wee bit. She'll like struggle free from your grasp if you grab onto her arm or try to hold her hand or anything, but she'll follow after you. I understand your reaction even if it hurts me even more than what has already happened tonight, but I need you to listen to me and if you still have any love in your heart for me at all, I need you to to do what I say, okay? You have to be careful around Andreas and Moritz. I, I, I don't feel safe around anybody anymore you have to be careful if if something seems to go wrong or we are in any danger you save yourself okay you don't don't turn back for any of us okay i think again she'll probably just stare through you but there'll be a light nod at the end of a few seconds of angered staring i love you gerda i don't think she'll respond I'll just stand there till she walks away. She'll walk to the other side of the car away from Andreas and Moritz. I think Andreas has been passing the bottle back and forth with Moritz and looking very thoughtful Mm -hmm. and not saying anything for a moment. But you can see there's wheels turning in his head. Um, Before Max goes to join them at the car, he pulls out his stash of cocaine and looks at it and just throws it as far as I can. Andreas's eyes go kind of wide for a moment. But then he kind of, his lips go very thin for a moment and he nods. I think if Max notices that, um, he'll stare at him for a minute and then spit on the ground and then go and get in the car. Ouch. He angry. <laughs> Andreas totally tried to save her and everything. I know. And that's not why Max is angry. Max is. I didn't even stab her. Max is still angry about the the corridor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh god, it's been some bleak moments. Oh, they really have. (laughs) What a what a tight knit group of investigators. I'm sure this ritual will go great. Mm, Oh yes, no problem. (laughs) Yes, our teamwork will not be affected at all by this. It's bringing Moritz and Andreas closer together, though. If yeah, else. it's <laughs> I feel weird. Like we're sharing some commiseratory, like backpats. Definitely, back I think so. Andreas is looking kind of hurt and angry, but he's also, again, you can see he's deep in thought and he's kind of like trying to make connections somewhere and reaching for something, and not quite getting there yet. 
Is this a good moment for us to realize that we don't have the keys to Travis's <laughs> <laughs> car? <laughs> oh, so you wanted to go and see her mum's body? Well, however, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say that you have the keys because you were given like the last few possessions on her before the doctor took her to the morgue. Oh, thank you, gracious keeper. I'm sure that's like a thing that they do. (laughs) Yeah, you probably (laughs) Dignity and death. Well, um, I think Gerda and Max have already got into the back of the car, even if we're not really looking or talking to each other. Andreas and Moritz just kind of looking at each other, looking at the driving seat, looking <laughs> Moritz looking down at his shaking hands. <laughs> Andreas eventually rolls his eyes a bit and gets into the driver's seat and starts the ignition. Moritz will grab the schnapps bottle back. <laughs> and then he stops and turns off the car again and, and kind of turns round in his seat and looks at everybody and says, look, we don't have to do this the way that they say. What other way do we have? What if it doesn't work? They're going to kill the foreign minister. What's that going to do to this country? Look, we're being played. You're right there. They want him dead. They, they want him dead. They, they want us involved somehow. And they, they, they've chosen him. They've chosen the foreign minister, who oh, also just happens to be Jewish. Did anybody notice that? They just want to destabilize things. This is all about them. This is not about Grossman or anything else. Look, we, we know where the attack is going to come. We could tell the police right now. And God, this this feels awful to say it, but... Look, these are military men. They're going to have a backup. They're going to have some other sun god, some other balder, some other being of light and order and beauty and everything else. They're going to have a second choice. But we can't let it be him. We can't let it be the minister. So we save some political and condemn some other poor soul to an untimely grave? Yeah. Yeah, we do. And you think the cops are going to take us seriously? I don't know. Surely they have to if it's a... Uh, we, we know... Again, we, we know where it's going to happen. We know when. We all had that dream. At the very least, they'll put a guard on him. You know? As long as we don't tell them we saw it in a dream. Yeah. Yeah, that would be too much. We could say we overheard it somehow. I don't know. We'll come up with something. And what of the ritual if if there is no sacrifice? I don't know. I don't know how these things work. Gerda? Gerda, what, what do you know about rituals and, and, and sacrifice? And you and Sadie... This was kind of your knowledge base, yeah? She'll take a while to respond. Andreas, I only know what my mother passed on to me. But what do you want to do? What do you think Sadie would do? She kind of turns her head away from you and starts to laugh a little and chuckle into her hands because she's really trying to 
believe that this is some kind of, you know, fantasy that you're all on a trip or something. And the more that you talk about this, the closer it gets to her believing that this all might just be some kind of, yeah, fantasy that you're all living out and not actually real life. So she's might even find a little hope in that, that her mother isn't really dead. Max, Max, come on. Max, I, I, I know things are bad between us, but come on, you, 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 you've got to, you've got to see what I'm saying. Moritz, come on. I can't be the only one thinking like this, surely. What do you want from us, Andreas? We, we, we go out here and we play at a ritual for, for nothing. Either we believe that this will get rid of Grossman or we don't. And if we believe it, then somebody has to die. This isn't our decision I, we can't we can't be trusted to make this decision I don't think we've been in control of anything since the beginning we're just pawns look at us running around doing the bidding of these people we've always been one step behind things have just been happening to us it, none of it's made any sense since the start yeah well what happens to a pawn when it reaches the other side of the board it becomes a queen we can do this come on we can take back whatever they're trying to do, and we can stop this. So your plan is we stop them performing their political assassination, and then when they come to, to punish us, to exact revenge, we tell them, ha, ah, well, we saw through your plan, haha. Go ahead and use your backup, we'll do it that way. Honestly, I hadn't quite thought that far. I was trying not to think that far. We'll probably have to go into hiding or leave the country or something. I don't know. I, I just know that we can't trust what they say. You know, I misjudged you, Andreas. I didn't think you were a man willing to, to die or give up his life for a cause. Yeah, well, don't tell anyone, okay? I got a reputation to protect. <laughs> if we don't do it tonight, if, if what they've been telling us is true and we don't do it tonight, what are the implications? When can we retry? I'm saying we, we do the ritual, but we just, we tell the police first. And then, you know, we're doing our part. And then when they go to the, the that, that railway crossing and the minister's car never makes it there, they realize something's gone wrong and they have to use whatever backup they have. They must have a backup, surely. Now I know it's a gamble. But it's all we've got. Do you know what? I'm in. Moritz slams his hand down on the uh, dashboard. I'm in. Yes, why should we play the game their way? Absolutely. Okay, 50-50. Max? Gerda? What do you say? I... I'm sick of feeling like we don't have any control. Fine. Let's let's try it. Gerda, talk to me. I'm not in the driver's seat. I don't really have a say where we go. You have every say where we go. Come on. Gerda, we could leave. You and me, we could leave. Now. Not without my mother. Look, I can't believe anything you're saying, but... I, uh... I don't know what is happening here. I think she'll just look over to Max. 
and say, um, whatever it is you choose, I'll uh, go along with. And then she'll turn back and stop looking at the three of them. I've just remembered that I was shot in the butt. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 <You> no! <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> so are you sort of sat awkwardly, like, sideways, <laughs> like across the seats? Yeah, like one butt cheek hovering. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, good job. Good job, me. <laughs> Good job, Boss Madra. I guess the reason I remembered that is because um, as much as I would like Gerda to be able to pretend that maybe we are just all high, I, I would imagine I've got a pretty significant blood stain on my trousers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, boy. Uh, Although it's dark. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it depends on the colour of your trousers, doesn't it? If it's black, it's probably not visible. But she might wonder why you're sitting that way. <laughs> and, yeah. You've been bandaged by the doctor as yeah. well, so it's not like it's actively bleeding. Uh, she might gaze down at you doing a strange <laughs> uh, method of sitting right now, but, um, yeah, I don't think she's going to mention it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not in the mood for that bullshit. But do you let Max kind of lean sideways across your lap? Because, I mean, it's not that big a car, right? I don't know how big cars were in the 20s, to be honest. I guess there's only the four of us. Maybe there's room <laughs> to just, like, sort of lean kookily yeah. at, the, at the window. Yeah, I'm probably, like, leaning against the window, trying to give Gerda our space. All right, let's... Let's go and... I don't know, to a police station or something and let's try and save this poor sod. You know that the longer you wait to perform the ritual, the higher the chances are that you will fail and the murders will continue. They're going to keep us there for questioning and it'll take too long. Look. Let, there's a payphone up ahead. Let's just stop there, make a, a quick tip-off call, and be on our way. It'll take two minutes. Good plan. And Andreas floors the gas in the direction of the payphone that Moritz is describing the location of. I'll wait in the car. I'm feeling a bit tender. Uh, group luck. Ooh. Oh. Is that? Ooh. What is, is the that group still luck? Moritz at 30? Yeah. It me. Yeah. Does Gerda have luck? Ooh, Gerda. Uh, the dice bot thing rolled 65 for me. Yeah. Nice. Oh, okay. my word. Okay, so everything continues to be Moritz's fault. <laughs> <but> great. <laughs> Come on, dice gods. Oh, no, that's a 56. Sorry, gang. Okay, so, of course, the payphone is 10 minutes the wrong way. 10 minutes? <laughs> I'm not describing like the one payphone in Berlin. I was hoping to spot one on our route. <laughs> Can't you oh, I thought be... you were thinking about one specific payphone that you knew was there. The one you know of is that way. But if you want to start driving and see if you bump into one. Listen, Andreas, there's a payphone behind my house. We just have to cross Berlin. <laughs> it's the one I'm comfortable in. <laughs> I think I left some chewing gum there last week. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I like every time I'm there. I like looking at the new little postcards for the local <laughs> prostitutes. I like to keep up. <laughs> so if you wouldn't mind, it's uh, it's just it's a left up here. <laughs> won't won't take long, everybody. It'll be worth it. You'll see. We can keep some of the postcards. Stop it. <laughs> I recommend Klaus, he's a real professional. Oh, I know Klaus. Great guy. Isn't he, he though? He really is. And he always has a bowl of, you know, like sweets or something. He just, he really makes it's it an experience. What you need. Anyway. It's really what you need. Oh, very inappropriate, everyone. So you're hoping to bump into a payphone on your way to the place? I mean, I appreciate this is the 20s. Maybe they're not exactly on every corner, but I feel like street phones were a thing. Yeah, and yeah. hotel lobby. But you did fail your like roll, so I have to make it inconvenient for you somehow. Yeah. Sure, yeah, I mean, it can be broken or we don't find one on our route. Absolutely, yeah. I'm just saying Moritz isn't quite dumb enough to be just driving <laughs> something on the other side of the river. <laughs> he's drunk. But he's quite high and drunk, though. He's got an int of 90, I don't know. <laughs> There'd definitely be ones in, like, hotel lobbies or in a bar or something like that, surely. Was that pneumatic tube post? Was that open all night? Oh, I don't we know. could send ourselves through it to the payphone. We're not going to It depends if you let us take the tube to the ritual site. We could really speed this thing along. Uh, different tube to the London tube, of course, a bit more cramped. I'm picturing the Futurama tube, just 1920s Berlin, but with these big arcing, like, Pyrex tubes in the sky. Uh, okay, you know what? Just make your call. She said through a yawn, like, I'm tired of people. You've learned how to wear Fedra down <laughs> with ridiculousness. Oh, my goodness. Okay. What is the time again? We left at 3.15. We made a note last time. That was us leaving the Baron's apartment. Okay, and then you chatted for like uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, mm. probably like 3.30-ish. <laughs> 3.30, And then you drive 10 minutes to the nearest on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you find a working payphone. The other ones so far have been either occupied or full of gum <laughs> stop masturbating in there we need to call the police this is urgent it's full of klaus yeah. <laughs> uh and you call the police at three third in the morning can we let andreas do this he was spearheading the uh Let's not get the politician killed initiative. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Moritz is the more <laughs> charming of the two, let's be honest. Oh, God. I guess he is. More persuasive. Um, he is quite persuasive, too. Yeah. All right. Let's give him a go. I do it. I give it a plant an anonymous tip. Well, first, you're put on hold for 10 minutes. Are you serious? I'd like, I start the call with a politician is going to be assassinated. Well, it's, you know, they have the night staff on. Do they have hold music and it's polka or oompa oompa music? <laughs> you 
have to wait for a few rings until the police answer the phone. Apparently, a lot of people have been dying recently, so there's oh, yeah. a lot of calls. <laughs> mm. And, you know, quite a lot of them are like ongoing murders rather than future predictions. So, unfortunately, you're not quite up there. I'm just banging on the side of the booth, like, God damn it, it's the foreign minister I'm talking about. This is important. I thought you pigs cared about politicians. No, I'm not going to say Sir, that. Sir, do bit. you know how many politicians have been murdered in the last week? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Never mind then. The war's happening anyway. <laughs> uh, I'd like you, since it's now 345, uh, since you've been on hold. Dun, dun, dun. To uh, make a power roll. All right. And uh, be quiet for a bit. <laughs> what did you get? Uh, my power is sixty. That's a sixty-three. To fail, huh? Can I spend luck? Or is this not that kind of roll? Technically, you can always spend luck. I think. Except on like sanity and. Some combat rolls or something, I don't know the rules. You're the keeper. To sanity. And okay. luck. Okay, so... I spend three points of luck. And I'm good. You're not, because unfortunately it's an opposed power roll and you needed a hard success to win. Oh no! <laughs> but you can spend the luck if you like. I cannot spend 33 points of luck, because I only have 30. Oh no. So I guess you just spend three, just to feel better about yourself. Is that what I, do I have to? Am I beholden to that? Oh, man. <laughs> no, it's okay. I won't be that mean. Whew, okay. However, roll me a d20. Ooh, I rarely get to do that. They're so round. That's a 15. Mmm. 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 Okay. Yeah, this is promising. This sounds like a good thing, guys. Roll me 3d10, please. 3d10, alright. One, seven, seven. That's 15, again. So, yeah, I'm gonna nod down the number 15. And you can proceed with your phone call in whatever way you like. Have I gotten through to somebody useful or am I still on hold? No, you, uh, you have just gotten through to someone. They say, okay, uh, Give me, uh, in as much detail, what you know and how you know it, please. Listen, I don't have time for this. Just know that another piece is going to fall, alright? And I give the name of the politician. Is this a threat, sir? No. Don't ask me how I know this. It's going to be a grisly one. I hope you're not on shift later on. You're going to want to be... And then I give him, like, a place and a time. And then I hang up. Okay. Cool. I kick the door of the booth open, stagger back towards the car. Mm. All right, let's go. Okay. And Andreas revs the engine and uh, speeds off. You, after a while, make it to the allotment area. Let's say it's now like 4, 15. A.M. Because you have to park and then walk for 10 minutes to get to the actual place. We have to pay for parking because we don't want to get a fine. <laughs> Are we going to be here longer than two hours? Probably. Mm -hmm. right. Is there <laughs> a pay as you then. display and a warning about being clamped and everything else? <laughs> Where do you set up? 
It has to be in the open air, doesn't it? Okay, so who has the handout and wants to guide the rest of the party through the process? Happy to read the ritual if nobody else has a burning desire to? No, I think you read that when we first got it, didn't you? It's not about reading, it's about like guiding everyone through it, the process. That sounds like a good job to me. Does it? Does it just? Gerd has got shamanic. <laughs> Does it? Uh, yeah. I think the likelihood of convincing her to do that, as much as Brayden wants to, you know. I feel like that might fall on the next lowest pal. Pow. Sorry. Next uh, pal under. Which would be Moritz, who's only lower by five points. Which is me. Alrighty. No. Not lowered yet, still ticking along at 60 and feeling just dandy. Okay. All right, I think Moritz has got the journal as well, or at least he was waving it around back at the Barons. Cool. So, all right, let's see what do they tell us to do first. We have to prepare the area. Inscribe a summoning circle using chalk. Or, ah, good, okay. Or it may be traced in dust or soot on the floor. These... They told us to do it in the open air, and we're supposed to inscribe a chalk circle on the grass? Can we just use a stick, perhaps? There was a stove, wasn't there, in, in his shed? We'll find soot in there. Ah, I like the way you think, Andreas, yes. Well, you, you don't seem afraid to get your hands dirty. Go on, bring some out. On it, and I think if the door is locked, he'll just try and kick it open. Yeah, it's not in a very good condition, so I think it just opens very easily. Okay, and he fills the uh, something like a plant pot or whatever other container he can find in the in the shed with uh, sort of soot and dust and ashes from the stove. A gnome, surely. A gnome, yeah, <laughs> burn a gnome. <laughs> gnome ashes have very strong occult powers, it is, it is well known. It is indeed. <laughs> I just meant use one as a scoop if they're hollow. <laughs> that too. All right, I'm going to use a use a hollow gnome to carry the dust and soot. It's what he would have wanted. <laughs> it really is. All right, so uh, spread it in a circle big enough for... Well, it says at minimum three here, but let's all join in. I'm sure Gerda wants to be part of this. And uh, we all need to stand within it with, let's see now, the fetish... That's this, hold up the journal, in the center of the inscribed space. Ah, no, more may participate, but the number of participants must be divisible by three. So one of us is sitting this one out, it seems. Unless, of course, as we're warned, someone is unable to continue. Is it dangerous, these rituals? Is Why might someone be unable to continue? Well, I don't know, Max. I think we asked that. Was it just exhaustion or something although I don't believe a word they said Moritz throws his arms wide I mean I'll admit this is my first time but it is the middle of the night and we're attempting to consort with dark powers to banish a demon is it dangerous I ask you Gerda you you stay outside the circle she'll nod mother always said that the influence of the spirits was always the uh, most difficult thing to manage during these rituals. Be careful, 
and she'll take steps back and cross her arms and watch. Max is going to take off his jacket and take off his cufflinks and roll his sleeves up past his shoulders and then look at the cufflinks in his hands for a minute. Um, Gerda gave him as a birthday gift and then walk over and press him into her hand and then walk back and stand in the circle. Her hand might grab onto yours longingly for a few seconds and then let go. Touching. Your task, Gerda, if you'd believe it, is to guard the sacred area and step in to replace one of us if something should happen. I hope you're ready. She'll look to Max and then look to you and uh, give a nod. I'm assuming we all have to do all of these steps at once. In order to familiarize yourselves with the strange syllables, I will require an intelligence roll from each person participating in the ritual. Alrighty. Okay. I finally get to roll a score of 90. Yes, that's an ordinary success of 39 against 55. Hard success, 36 under 90. A fail for Max, 89 versus 65. Oh, oh dear. I do, however, have 50 luck. Ooh. So I wonder how much luck we're going to need later on, but I need to know the ritual. So uh, 89 versus 65 would be 24 luck I'd have to spend, leaving me with 26. Ooh. What do you think? Mm. Could be my chance to not be party luck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Could be worth it. What What is the current luck again? Is it 30, did you say? It is. Mm-hmm. Right. 30 and 26 is not a huge difference, is it? I, yeah. I say do it. I'm going to go think for it. We're going to nice, need it. Yeah. Yeah. Like a regular success. Okay, so you spend the luck. Yeah. Okay, and then you start the chant. So, uh, it, um, I guess we're doing it all at the same time. We all face east. Does anyone have a compass? <laughs> I think we went through this with the children of fear. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. we are just past the summer solstice, so come 4.15 in the morning, then the sun is going to be starting to rise anyway. Ah, excellent point. Well, that's perfect. We can greet the, the rising sun. So I guess we all face it and assume the wand posture. Did anyone tell us what the wand posture is? Yeah, you did the uh, Shabelsky book, explained all the postures to you before you left. Brilliant. All right. We assume the wand posture and we all declare geh. Oh, you have to do the ball at the same time. <laughs> all right, if, if Moritz has got the bit of paper and he's directing everyone, then I'll be Simon. All right, everyone, face the sun. That's our east. Now you remember the wand posture? Other hand, Andreas, damn it. All right, no, ready? No, uh, sorry, I was just, just thinking that's also what I said to Klaus last time I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> Focus up, man. Sorry. All right, everyone, repeat after me. Geh. Geh. Very good. Now, raise the arms. Raise your arms at your sides. And after me... Londo. Londo. Now touch your... I feel like I'm directing a game of Twister. Touch your <laughs> right shoulder with your left hand. 
And repeat after me. Od Mikalso. Od Mikalso. And now touch your left shoulder with your right hand. And after me. Odd Buzzed. Odd Buzzed. And now cross your arms. Bow your head like this. And repeat after me. Go ahead. Go ahead. And now we... Oh, God, what was it? The gesture service. <laughs> yes, you remember the gesture service, everyone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Lick your elbow. And now, after me, X up. X up. And now lick the other elbow, <laughs> after me, Oro Iba Auspi. Oro Iba Auspi. Very well, now we turn to face north. We make... <laughs> we make the gesture, unspecified. <laughs> capital G gesture, alright. Everybody flip <laughs> off the north. <laughs> Show Santa what we think. <laughs> Uh, that's a shame. Okay. <laughs> Everybody flip off Santa, and now we're going to say Nanta. <laughs> After me, Nanta. <laughs> Very good. And now, Mordial Hukdga. Mordial Hukdga. And now we're turning to face west. Goodness, this is exercise. I'm out of breath. Very well. Make the gesture once more. And declare after me, Hukoma. Hukoma. And now, <laughs> at the other point, Mp Asul Gayol. Mp Asul Gayol. And now finally we turn to face south, we make the gesture once more, and we declare Bitom. Bitom. And now, Oip Tea Pudoke. And now we repeat over and over again until the sun rises. Everybody ready? We're taking it from the top. That brings us to the end of today's episode. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone. Raiden, Lydia, Hal, Jillian, of course, the amazing Jason and the rest of our editing team. You've all been the best. And a big massive thank you to our listeners, you're all exceptional. Your listens, comments and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash right, where you get access to episodes a week early. And don't forget, you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cult Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links on our website at stazarai.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsaright.com forward slash reviews. Thank you.